WDBM East Lansing. Welcome to The Sci-Files, an Impact 89 FM series focusing on student research here at Michigan State University. We're your co-hosts Chelsea Boudou and Daniel Puentes. Today we're talking to four students who have done a project with the McLaren Greater Lansing Hospital, and they're working on a design for a car to assist those that need help getting in and out of it. I would like them to explain it more for me. We're here talking to Alec Bailey, Nick Weller, Robert Gusky, and Anna Graffio. May you all please introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Alec Bailey. I'm a senior at Michigan State University studying mechanical engineering. Hi, I'm Nick Weller. I'm a senior at MSU, and I'm studying mechanical engineering and computer science. Hi, I'm Robert Gusky. I'm a senior at MSU studying mechanical engineering with a minor in computer science. Hi, I'm Anna Graffio. I'm a senior mechanical engineering major with a minor in graphic design. It's nice to meet you all. Could each of you describe what your contribution is to this project and what is exactly the goal of this project? Yeah, so my contribution to the project was more on the physical side of this. Being located on campus, I had the ability to manufacture the designs that some of my other group mates put together for us. Essentially, this is a therapy car to help rehabilitate patients at a hospital, to rehabilitate them, give them an opportunity to experience what it's like to get back in a car after experiencing a surgery. So I worked on both the manufacturing side and also the templating side. I think this project really helps our campus and our, our community for improving their ability to get back and doing what people love to do or just take for granted often after a surgery. So I worked mostly on the design side of the project, and basically our design consisted of a hydraulic lift and then a truck cab mounted on top of it. And so what I primarily did was designed the mounting mechanism that allowed us to attach the truck cab to the top of the lift. I mainly worked on the design part of this project. I helped with the mounting mechanism design as well as choosing different kinds of materials that we would use to create the mounting mechanism. I think that this project is a great way to use our engineering knowledge and create something that will help a lot of people. This sounds like a wonderful project. I'm starting to understand why there needed to be so many people working on it. Now, some of our audience may not understand what is a hydraulic lift or what is a mounting mechanism. Can you please explain more about that? The hydraulic lift is basically a flat table that's mounted on top of a hydraulic ram. And so you can use a button that's basically attached to the table in order to move the tabletop up and down. And so the lift we had went from about eight inches tall to up to 48 inches tall. So the idea of that is depending on what kind of car someone owns, you want to be able to make their therapy experience accurate to real life. So you adjust the car height of the therapy car to whatever their actual car height is in real life in order to provide basically a more accurate representation. So that's basically the hydraulic lift. And then the mounting mechanism was the lift is just a flat table. And so we had to come up with a way to safely and securely attach the truck cab onto the top of the lift and make sure that it was safe, that it would hold up to the weight of the passenger, as well as some worst case scenarios to make sure we had a, a safe design. Those are really important things to take into consideration whenever you're building this hydraulic lift and trying to model what it would be like for a car. Anna, could you talk a little bit about what your research involved when it came to finding these different types of materials that you could use for this lift? 
So the hydraulic lift that we had was bought by a previous semester's team. They bought a 2,500 pound capacity lift. And this semester, we had to change that lift and buy a 3,000 pound capacity lift in order to accommodate for the correct weight of the truck cab, as well as any patients, or as well as the amount of steel that we would need for the mounting mechanism. In terms of choosing the materials for the mounting mechanism, we looked at different kinds of steel because steel would have the highest tensile strength, which means that it would withstand a lot of loading and would stand up over continued use over time. We looked at using different dimension steel beams as well as other kinds of materials like I-beams and square beams. And we eventually, after doing some computer simulations, decided on using a specific type of steel bar that would withstand the amount of weight that we needed. I think it makes sense I use steel, especially because of the tensile strength. Now, whenever you were doing this, I thought that you would be like reconstructing something. I didn't realize that you all made it from scratch, like with the steel. Whenever you did this, did you model it on a computer and then create it? Or did you all talk about it more on paper? When we first started this project, we inherited some designs from a previous team. And so we kind of used that as the basis point for designing our mounting mechanism. After we got a look at the truck cab that we had donated to us, we basically found some issues with the previous design that wouldn't work. So we worked on redesigning them. We came up with the basic idea on paper, just discussing between uh, all the team members. And then once we took that basic idea, I made it into a CAD model or computer-aided design, which is basically just a computer model that allowed us to flesh out the idea and make sure we get all the dimensions right and make sure that we are making a safe and accurate design. Anna and Robert, could you talk a little bit about what are the other kinds of considerations that need to be made whenever you're doing this kind of project, and especially for one that is going to impact a lot of different people? There were many things that we had to consider when coming up with this design. We started the project in September of 2020, and we had to have it completed by November of 2020. So this was one of the biggest factors for us was what kinds of materials could we get in-house on time, as well as how we could manufacture everything in a shortened time frame. Another big factor that we considered was safety. This is going to be used by patients who are rehabilitating after surgery. So we wanted to make sure this was a very safe system that could, can that could handle the proper amount of weight as well as withstand usage over the years. Some other things that we considered were price. We had a budget that we had to stay within, as well as overall weight restriction of the hydraulic lift was 3,000 pounds. So we wanted to make sure that we didn't exceed that amount of weight. Wow, so you only had like two months to go through the design and the manufacturing process. I could imagine that you had to get through the design part first. So how long did the manufacturing take? We actually had the opportunity to move forward on some of the manufacturing while some of the design process was being completed. For instance, we were able to get our lift in and that had to have some prep work done to it so we could weld our mount to the lift. So we were able to sand the paint off of the lift, prep that for welding while Robert and Anna had the opportunity to continue designing the mount for us. But as you know, it took us about a month to prepare everything, get it all put together, and deliver it to location. Thanks for explaining that, Alec. 
Could you clarify a little bit about where the mounting mechanism and the lift were fabricated at, and where was it transported to afterwards? The whole system was constructed at the MSU Manufacturing Teaching Laboratory, which is basically a workshop that Michigan State provides its mechanical engineering students to undertake some of these larger projects. The project then had to be transported to the McLaren Hospital, which is about five or six miles from where the lift was actually put together. We originally coordinated with the construction crews so that they would have a crane there such that the truck cab and the lift, which were already attached together, could be lifted seven stories into the McLaren Hospital Therapy Gymnasium. As we've said, this was a very fast-paced project, and it required a lot of collaboration between people. What challenges did you experience in the manufacturing of this lift? The scale of this project was quite difficult to handle. The MTL has a small crane that allows us to lift the truck cab, which was approximately 2,000 pounds. The steel that we were using, they're about six feet long, so those were also close to 200, 300 pounds after they were all welded together. So one of the most challenging aspects of this project was just moving the thing. It was, it was so heavy that we had to really think about what we were doing, how we were going to do it, and the means to actually get it completed. I think another challenge was particularly like we have this large truck cab and it's not hoisted very far off the ground and it's essentially sitting on support blocks and gaining access so that we could get accurate measurements so that we could further use them in our designs was definitely one of the challenges. In order to accomplish this, we essentially templated. So like measurements in terms of where all the holes are located and where everything needed to attach. And like whether there's obstructions where the beams would be located and essentially figuring that out so that we could give that to Robert and Anna so that they could design for FEA and all of those things. It makes sense to me that you're sending these measurements to Anna and Robert so that they can check it in their model. You would be considering things like the weight of the lift. However, what is the maximum weight that you can have on the lift? For example, someone might have a wheelchair or have something else that they might need to assist them with movement. That would also add weight to it as well. So based on the information that I was given from Alec and Nick, like I said earlier, we made a CAD model and then we took that CAD model and performed FEA on it, which stands for finite element analysis. So it's basically a simulation where you take your model and you apply different loads to it. And it'll basically tell you how much stress the piece is undergoing and what your factor of safety is, which is basically if you want as high a factor of safety as possible, that means your design is safer and more durable. And so based on the mount that we designed, I ran a lot of different FEA simulations on it in order to determine what the safe load is and also what the optimum bar type for our mounting mechanism, which I know Anna touched on, that we tried various different shapes and sizes of bars, and that was all based on the FEA. The load that we used to test everything was the equivalent of a 6,000 pound total load on the lift. And since our lift is only rated up to 3,000 pounds, we basically determined that for any reasonable load that we could see during the use of the therapy car, the mounting mechanism would stand up to it. Now that the therapy car has been completed and installed over at McLaren Hospital since November 2020, what kinds of results have you seen? Have patients been using it regularly? And has there been an increase in a patient's confidence to be able to use a car once they finish rehabilitation? 
The therapy car was actually installed in an active construction site. So the hospital that they're building won't be open to the public for use until later this year. So nobody has actually been able to use the therapy car because the construction has not been completed on the hospital. The reason they needed the project so early was because they were sealing the wall to the hospital and there is no door large enough to actually fit the whole assembly through. And so we had to put the assembly through a wall that they then constructed. Gotcha. That makes a lot more sense now on why you needed it done so early comparatively to if the hospital wasn't even going to be finished until later this year. So thanks for explaining that, both of you. Since the hospital is still under construction, I'm curious, could you explain about how the changing weather is impacting the therapy car? So when we delivered the project, I would say just based off the tour that we had the opportunity to go on of the hospital, it was close to being like 75% complete, like the shell of it. So by the time that we actually got the cab in there, there's a roof over it. It's pretty well sealed already. They were just putting on the final touches. Weather really should not be an impact on this project. And even if it was exposed to outdoor temperatures, it really wouldn't cause any problems. Again, it's a truck cab, which is outside all the time. And steel mounting mechanisms, the steel is fine. We ended up coating part of it after manufacturing. And so it should be pretty much sealed from outside weather. Well, it's good to know that it's not getting snowed on or anything right now. Whenever you did this project, was it like a senior design project or was it for your laboratory? And will you all be around to see the data that arises whenever people start to use it? So this project was part of our senior capstone class. So we completed it as a project that is part of a mechanical engineering senior design class. Since you all are seniors, this must mean that you're going to be graduating this semester now. Could each of you talk about how this project is contributing to your professional experience and what you plan to do once you graduate this spring or summer? This project was one of the first real undertakings I've completed as an engineer. It gave me a lot of practical experience into the realities of getting a project and bringing it to completion. Now that I'm going to graduate shortly here, I hope to go on to graduate school to study something related to the thermal fluid sciences and see where that takes me. This project had a lot of real life applications in terms of just being able to design something that people are going to use to be able to start a project and then see it through to its finish. And then also being able to work on a compressed timeline. This was by far the largest scale project I've been able to work on so far throughout my education. And so it was really useful to see how all the different areas can come in and affect each other, as well as Nick said, working on the compressed timeline. So learning how to very quickly come up with a solution to problems as they arise. And then moving forward, I'm looking to get a full-time job in mechanical engineering after I graduate this spring and then start doing part-time grad school while I work. I would say that my experience was very similar to Alex, as this was one of the largest projects that I've ever taken. And I was very excited to see this project through from the design phase to manufacturing and seeing the completed product. In addition, I also like that this project had a real world application and it was something that was going to be used by a lot of people. 
I am also going to be graduating this spring, and I will be working at Johns Hopkins University Applied Physics Lab, where I will be part of their Discovery Rotational Program, and then I will hopefully start graduate school after that. That's wonderful. Congrats, Anna. I look forward to see what you're all going to do in the future, and maybe we'll have you on the Sci-Files again about your graduate research. Thanks for talking to us today, and good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. To hear more about us and learn more about our episodes, check out scifiles.org. If you're a current MSU student that would like to be interviewed, please reach out to us at scifiles at impact89fm.org. We'll catch you next week on the Sci-Files, and remember, the truth is in the science.